Okay, welcome to part two of the definitive guide to buying your first new car. Um, I'm still new to this, so we did get cut off. They do 30-minute sessions, so I apologize about that. So uh, let's go ahead and kind of wrap this up, uh, part two. And we left off about, you know, basically talking about other items that you need to consider. So you need to consider things like uh, when you know buying a car you have to consider warranties leasing versus buying a car uh, negotiating with salespeople and having insurance that will cover uh, your you know your expenses if you're involved in an accident soon after purchasing that car now I mentioned it earlier you do not want to get caught out on that road okay without insurance Number one, you can't get your tag in a lot of the counties, uh, including uh, Tuscaloosa or Norport. Uh, it's mandatory, you know, that you have to have car insurance before you can renew your license plate or even, you know, get your tag for the first time. So definitely consider that. Have that wrapped up. If you already have any car insurance and it's a reputable uh, car insurance company. Um, you're already covered most of the time. Okay. You just need, you know, so because a lot of people will buy a car on Saturday and their agents closed. Okay. Depending on a lot of dealers are going to do this. Okay. Depending on the risk. All right. The banks will require you to get insurance before you leave the dealership. So if you have uh, a salesperson say, look, you have to get insurance before you leave the dealership. You probably have a credit situation. Okay. Uh, now there are some dealers that require it. It's mandatory, you know, cause they've, you know, had too many situations where their customers, you know, got hurt in a situation or financially, um, the dealer was responsible uh, because you didn't have insurance when you drove off the lot. Okay. There's a lot of legal issues there and you want to stay away from that. Don't put yourself in that situation. Okay. So take care of that. Um, in this book, you also learn how to find salespeople who have your best interest at heart. You know, you will also learn how to negotiate a better deal for your new car. Yes, that is my dog in the background. I love pets. So that's my dog Maverick in the background that you heard him sneezing and shaking. He has to do that at least every 10 minutes. Um, but you know, I love my dog. He's a He's actually a boxer and a bullmastiff mix. So he's got a huge head and a boxer body. But anyway, I also have a little Sammy here. He's underneath my feet. I have a little Shih Tzu. And uh, he's probably about 12, 13 years old. So they've been been in our world for a long time. So um, you're also going to learn how to negotiate another better deal, you know, with your salesperson. And times during you know the week that are best times that you go shopping you know there are times of the year okay now look for example right now this uh, we're going into October okay this is the month of September that I've recorded this of 2019 right now the best time to buy a car guys and gals it's the best time um, it just depends. Okay. End of the year is not always the best time to buy a car. That's kind of becoming a myth. It's like black Friday. Okay. They have so many black Fridays. Now black Friday means nothing on Thanksgiving anymore. Nothing. 
okay? Actually, we won't get into that because some of you might like it. And don't get me wrong. I don't, I don't mind. I've been in retail a long time, okay? But there's a lot of things I want to do with my time when I'm spending with my family than to go shopping. Now, some people love to go shopping, all right? It's really a good time to also buy a car. Now, Thanksgiving, we're closed. So, you know, when you're out there, you're, you can go dealerships and look because most dealerships, unless you're in a big city, they are not open on Thanksgiving. That's one of the few times that they're closed um, is on Thanksgiving, Christmas, some Memorial Day, some Labor Day. A lot of dealerships gotten away from that. Okay. Pretty sad, actually, because that's time that needs to be spent with family. So, but end of the year is not always the best time to buy a car, but you will get a good deal, you know, if you do. So these are some secrets that uh, we'll teach you on how to become a smarter car, car shopper. And yes, look, I'm a salesperson. I'm a sales consultant. I'm a sales professional. And you're like, what is wrong with this guy? Why would he tell me this? Because you need to know. Power is knowledge. Power is knowledge. Knowledge is power. These are just some of the things you know. So in conclusion, you know, when buying a new car, you should it should be a fun experience. It really should. You should have a great time buying a car. It shouldn't be hard because you should have already got all the research out of the way before you went into the dealership. Having a car can open up the entire world in some ways. It really can. Maybe you can't get to work. Maybe you have to get to work. Maybe you never bought a new car in your life. I sold a car to a lady the other day. She was 50 plus years old and never bought a new car in her whole lifetime. 50 years old, okay? That was a big deal for her. And I made it the best experience that I possibly could. And in return, she did tell me that because that's my ultimate goal. I don't want enemies. I don't want people mad at me. I don't want people yelling at me. I know Cheesy Ryder don't. And you're going to meet Cheesy um, in the next episode. Today is Sunday. Um, I just set up our new studio for this purpose. Um, you know, for the Nissan guys, we're gonna we're really going to dig deep into this process. Okay, it's just not um, a book that we just threw our name on. We we really live this stuff, and we're gonna add and, and, and subtract as we go. But I really, if you haven't had the opportunity, I'll tell you in a little bit on how to get this book. It's a great opportunity for you. Yeah, I don't care if you've bought fifty cars. You need to know this stuff. Okay. You need to know it. But have fun when you buy a car. If you've been, you know, relying on others for rides, you'll be able to make your own schedule. You'll be able to go out whenever you want to go out. If you've been, you know, driving a used car that has seen better days, we've all had that, right? Some of you might be there right now. You will be able to have a peace of mind in knowing that you will have a new car that's reliable. All right, so if you're getting tired of getting yelled at because your car broke down, it's kind of like going to school and saying your dog ate your homework. Sorry, boss, but uh, my car broke down. They're going to go, yeah, right. That's just another way for you to get out of work, right? Or you got up late or whatever. So don't be that person. You can literally throw away hundreds of dollars a month, okay? and fuel and repairs, costly repairs 
that you could just be making a monthly payment on a new car. Okay, some people just absolutely do not want to do that. They absolutely do not want to buy a new car. Number one, some people just like to be cheap. <laughs> but I don't know very many successful people that are cheap, okay? So if you're new in your career, maybe this is your first first car. Maybe, maybe you just graduated from college, okay? We're actually going to, there's some bonus features that you'll get when you buy my book. Actually, you don't have to buy my book. It's free. Cheesy and I's book. It's free. We're going to show you ways to save money that that's not in this book. But we want to share with you, okay? Because we, we want you to get the best deal, right? If you get the best deal, you're going to be happy. Then you're going to come back and buy more cars. Or you're going to want to come back and buy your spouse's car or your daughter's car, your son's car, grandparents' car. You're going to tell everybody about me because... It was such a great experience. That's our goal. You know, if you've been borrowing a, another person's car, <laughs> nothing's more embarrassing than have to, hey, can I borrow your car? That's embarrassing. You'll be able to use your, you know, your new car anytime you want. You don't have to tell nobody else or ask anybody else to use your car or their car. And for those who are moving, you know, graduating, you know, college, moving out of their own, you know, out on their own, you'll want to be independent. Maybe your mom and dad got you an old car, but it's worth four or $5,000 and it's paid for. Guess what? That's a four or $5,000 down payment that you can use towards your new car. Okay. So a lot of these who graduate college, Let's say in the last 24 months, because some programs you have to be within 24 month period of graduating. And you got a job lined up and you're making pretty decent money. There's options for you. Okay. You don't have to go buy an old car or four or $5,000 car that's going to break down. You're going to have to have tires on it. You're going to have to, you know, fix things before you can even get it out on the road. But guess what? can't afford it so we just go out anyway on the road and we're not safe you need to look at a new car so you don't want to borrow somebody else's car you know for those of you know are trying to find their dream car now we sell nissans okay your dream car might not be a nissan ultima all right it might be a you know lamborghini or a corvette you know i don't have those but I do have ways to get you into your first new car. Maybe that's something down the line you can get. Okay? That's a dream. Don't let anybody take your dreams away. Make it happen for yourself. Make it happen for yourself. You know, make sure you make a list of features that you're looking for and researching, okay? When you're buying a new car, you need to know what you're looking for. Because if you get to the dealership and... and if you run into a great sales professional, they're going to tell you about it. But a lot of times they're not going to elaborate on something that you don't ask, so you forget. It's kind of like going to the doctor and you come home and, hey, did you go to the doctor? Yeah, I went to the doctor. I did it myself. Did you tell them about so-and-so, that you know thing that you're having a problem with? No, no, man, I forgot. Write it down. 
write it down. Do your research before you go into a dealer, right? Do your research online with manufacturers or Google or do something. And then right before you're ready to go in and buy a car, then that's when you go onto their website and you find a car at a great price. Because listen, when you buy a car online, I don't want to give it away all at once. When you go to buy a car and you get on a manufacturer's website, they're not going to give you real numbers. They're going to give you, you know, a, you know, a quote. Okay. None of the fees are in it. None of the taxes are in it. So after that, after you find out the car you want and you narrow it down, that's when you go to the dealer website. That's when you go to the dealer's website because the pricing on there is very competitive now because there's so many people after the same business. You know, we're in a town of about 120,000 people. Birmingham has a million people just 50 miles up the road. But guess what? We beat a month in, month out most of the time. You know why? Because number one, we treat customers great. But number two is we, we, we put our pricing up front online. Okay doesn't mean you have to go there to get good pricing a lot of times uh, you can buy great deals off a showroom they'll have it you know on the window they'll have the best deal on the window because they want to move metal when comparing cars online can be stressful by taking these steps, it can make it much easier, less stressful, matter of fact. Now, why your needs may change depending on the price of the car and the amount that you have for a car in your budget. But as a first-time car buyer, you may feel a wide variety of emotions, including stress and frustration and fear about not finding you know, that right car. But don't, don't worry about that, okay? Don't worry about that. But you're going to feel that. But you may also be worried you know, about talking to a salesperson. <laughs> I get this step a lot. A lot of times, here's what happens. I go outside. They're at, they get out of the car, okay? Now, look. If we, if we go by what we, what we went on in this book, okay? You should have already done 12 or 13 hours worth of research. So when you come to me, you about have an idea of what you want. But that's not always the case, okay? But don't be afraid to, to talk to a salesperson. They have their people too, right? They have families. Um, that's what they rely on. You know, these guys work, you know, like myself and Cheesy, we work off commission. We don't get paid hourly. It makes some people be more aggressive. But a lot of times for others, it makes them more professional. Because the more they know about their product, the more they take care of you, the consumer, the more cars they sell. And that equals more money. So don't let that bother you when a car salesperson comes up. If you, if, if you don't want to, say, look, come on Sunday. Most car people are there on Sunday. Now, there are some of the big cities, some of the big dealers, okay, that are open on Sunday. But in Tuscaloosa, you're not going to find a car dealership open on Sunday. Some of the smaller towns, you won't find a car 
dealership open on Sunday. So throughout this book, you'll learn many ways to talk to salespeople. You'll be educated. You will learn how to conduct your research in ways that will save you time and therefore save you money. You also learn about the car insurance. You'll learn about the rights of your as a car owner. This is very valuable information that you can use to make your car buying experience even better than ever. After visiting a few dealerships, you, you will feel more comfortable talking with salespeople because you'll be, in a, you'll be better at negotiating a deal by researching information about the cars. You'll also be able to ask to see cars you know, that you're interested in and you won't feel intimidated by a pushy salesperson who wants to sell you a more expensive car. Okay, but one thing I want to elaborate on that more expensive car, there's still markup difference, okay? There's not a lot of markup in these cars. It might be on the higher percentage end, but just because it's more an expensive car doesn't mean you're not going to get a good deal, okay? There's always a little bit more markup in a more expensive car, so just take that in consideration when you're negotiating with your salesperson, okay? Buying your first car can be a very easy process. You know, if you plan ahead and stick to your budget if you know how much you're going to spend have a percentage of fluctuation there okay it can be less but it also can be more have a max payment in your mind you might not you, you're probably not going to do not pass that on to the salesperson but take that in consideration okay if it's certain features that you want maybe you have you're going to have to spend more money you know, a lot of people will try to come in and say, I want this car at this price, the same as the cheap one or the, the entry level trim level. That's not going to happen. The car costs more money. We're talking only hundreds of dollars, not thousands. One way to make a salesperson <laughs> very upset is to offer a ridiculous or, or uh, just off the chains offer if if he's a good he or she is a good salesperson they will just tell you no right up front that usually tells you they mean business because they know they're not going to take that to their sales manager because he'll laugh at them too and then it upsets him and then in return it actually hurts you in your negotiating process so be careful with that there's nothing wrong with walking away or saying, look, I'm not going to pay that, okay? It's up to the salesperson to then move you to a different car. If you don't want to do that, then you really need to f- see how much more money you're you're able to spend to get into that car that you want, okay? There's nothing worse than buying a car that you have to write a check for every month and that you don't like, or it doesn't have all the features that you want. For $20 more a month, you could have gotten that you know, heated seats or navigation or sunroof or something like that, okay? So keep that in mind when you're buying a car. Buying your first car can be a very easy process if you plan ahead. Stick to your budget. If you know about how much you're going, you can spend, the type of car you'll need, and are you willing to look in non-traditional places to find a car you will be proud of? There's a feeling of accomplishment when you buy your first car, your first new car. 
there's nothing like seeing on my end and as a consumer, okay, than to drive a new car off a showroom. Now, most car dealerships won't let you physically drive it off, but there's that proud moment when you're like, that's my car. It's sitting right there in that in that showroom. We get the biggest kick out of that because that's what it's all about. It's about finding the car that you want. A car that you need. A car that makes your life easier. Okay? Gets you to work. But also, like me, I have a 30-minute drive, okay, to work. I love it. I don't ever want to move real close to work. You want to know why? Because it's my time. It's my time to get my head right. It's to get ready for my day or decompress from a day. That way I can get my mind right before I go home. Right? Or before I go to work. Maybe I play some inspirational music. Maybe I just want to be quiet. I just don't want no no more talking, please. You're probably saying that right now. No more talking. Just get to the point. But really, I'm here for you. This is just our introduction. This is not even getting into the meat of it, okay? We're going to talk about it, and I'm going to get cheesy here, okay? Probably in the next couple days, we'll get our the next podcast out. This is part two of part one of the definitive the definitive guide to buying your first new car or just your first car or just a new car. Our goal is to put, give you knowledge so you can have the power when you go to the dealership because we not only want to just sell you a car, we want to, we want to create a, a relationship that's important today. Most people just want to sell you something and never see you again. The Nissan guys aren't like that. We're not. We want it, we're different. I guarantee you there's not very many salespeople that'll do this right now. Spend the time to do this. But that's how passionate I am about this business. So I want you to stay tuned. We're going to go over chapter one of the book coming up. I'll have Cheesy here in studio, and we're going to give you the knowledge that you need to make a great decision, give you the power, the confidence, so when you walk out of that showroom or you drive a new car out of the showroom, you can say, that's my salesperson, this is my new car. All right, hope you all enjoyed this podcast, hopefully it'll be helpful for you. I look forward to talking to you next time. Hey, check us out on YouTube. We have some funny videos on YouTube. You can just uh, go to YouTube and type in Nissan guys, you know, Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and you'll find us. You know, I've been working with my father-in-law now for 15, almost 20, probably over 20 years. Okay. Never fought once. So he's a great guy. Old coal miners, so any coal miners out there, this guy can relate to. He can talk hours. <laughs> I mean hours, okay? Check out our first podcast that we ever done. It also talks a little bit about us. We're going to talk more about us during our podcast. You'll, you'll find 
the sense of humor. He brings great humor, um, you know, to the table. He's a funny guy. Um, and he's a loving guy. He's got a heart as big as this world. And uh, he feels the same way. So thanks for joining the Nissan guys, and we'll see you next time.